30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Come on in, Arizona homeowners. Welcome to my house. We're here this morning live for you to answer any question you might have about your house, home, castle, or cabin. If there's a project you're trying to get done as it relates to maintaining your home, remodeling your home, or whatever, just give us a ring. If you've got a question about how some system in your house works, give us a ring and let's see if we can't put our building and remodeling experience to work for you. It's a toll-free number. It's one 767 This is the hour we welcome you to call us on any topic that you might have, any project you're trying to tackle in any part of the state. Now, in the 10 o'clock hour, we've got special guest, Mr. Jeff Carmichael from RIAS coming in to address the topic of the week, which is home energy audits. Now, you would know that if you were a subscriber to our newsletter. Now, every week, we come up with whatever we feel it takes to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Now, we publish articles in three different newspapers across the state of Arizona. We publish our newsletter that goes out digitally to subscribers only. You can go to rosieonthehouse.com and join that subscription list. It tells you what we're going to be covering on Saturday, as well as carries its own specific tips and information that you can't get anywhere else. So we write for y'all. We have the website for y'all. We do the radio show, which we're proud to say, celebrating our 30th year this year, answering questions for you, the Arizona homeowner. one 767 4348. An easy way to remember that is 888-ROSIE-4-U. R-O-S-I-E, the number 4, and the letter U. one 888 u My wife, sweet Jennifer, is in the next room, in the call screener's room, in the engineer production booth uh, with Mr. Gary D. She'll get your name, what's your topic, where you're calling from, and we'll get you on air and answer your question as quick as we can. So between the newspapers, the website, the radio show, the, the uh, blogs, we're trying to give you the information to protect you from anything and everything that could be going on out there. You may have heard Jennifer Soapbox. She got on, uh, I think that was two weeks ago, uh, went over a stream big hit. Uh, we're going to be giving she's going to be giving us an update on that a little bit later. In particular, it has to do with people getting scammed by roof repair contractors. So she calls it her soapbox on two-legged roof rats. We'll get to that a little bit later. We were taking a survey about popular things. The AIA took a survey of homeowners. And what's they, what's AIA? Architects. Uh-huh. American Institute of Architects. Okay. Took a survey about what people are wanting in their kitchen and baths right now. And the number one response that comes back nationwide is, I want an outdoor kitchen. 
The outdoor kitchens are getting that's, really, really popular. That's on my wish list. Isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's great to have. Uh, this time of year, you can take all the heat outside. And people ask me, yeah, but do you want to go outside and be cooking and living in all of that heat? Well, we can we can design an outdoor environment that can be a little a little more comfortable than it has than you know the natural environment's providing. Like just last night, it's a system that hasn't been turned on for about three weeks, but I turned my back patio misting system on. The humidity was down at twenty percent. I turned them on, then I turned the ceiling fans on underneath my covered patio, and in 10 minutes, I dropped the ambient temperature of my back patio by 27 degrees. So you go out there, and you're living in about mid to high 80s at that point, mid-80s, and you're in your shorts, and you're in your comfortable little T-shirt, and you've got air moving across you, and you've got the misting system introducing a little bit of moisture in the air, it's a comfortable environment. And so it's easy to take everything outside and cook it up. So misting systems uh, are one component of trying to make that outdoor area a little bit more comfortable. These portable roll-around evap coolers, I, I think, are like the cat's meow. <laughs> I know. You know, in the in the right setting, with the right ambient relative humidity, they're dropping the temperature of a patio by by twenty to thirty degrees, moving some nice, cool, moist air over you. So, I love them. I. L- so, the one thing to note. They don't roll very well on dirt. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we don't have any concrete. <laughs> <laughs> and but oh, I've got big visions of a pizza oven style outdoor kitchen. Oh yeah, with a little ramada and put my patio pal right there and just be able to buy the arena because there's, there's we spend so much time back and forth, back and forth. And, eh, little outdoor kitchen right here with a refrigerator. There you go. Uh, which we really don't need for the drinks now with the ice chest on top of the patio pal. Just a little ice maker, load it up, and make your breads and your pizzas and stick them in the oven while you ride. And, you know, when you're done, it's right there. And oh, yeah. Then you move inside into this concept back and forth, in and out. And so this was a finding by a survey from the AIA, American Institute of Architects, Outdoor Kitchens. Other items that are on the big trending list are larger pantry space. People want larger and larger pantries. Drinking water filtration systems are becoming really, really popular. People are now wanting that last point of protection at their home. Smart appliances, uh, adaptability and universal design. And here's one, Romy, I don't really, I'm not, I don't have an opinion on it yet, but I know a few people that got one and didn't like it so much that they took it out immediately. And they're not cheap, but they're the sensory faucets that you just touch and they come on mm. and touch and they go off. Which you messing with chicken and raw meat? It's a great concept. Why didn't they? I don't. I, I've got to do some more research huh. on it, but I know I know several 
clients that specifically requested it in their kitchen and were so unhappy with them, they said, but give me give me back my old faucet. I so, wonder if it's just... But they're being requested a lot, according to this report. I wonder if it's just that hard of a habit to change. I don't know. That they like the lever, the pull, the knobs. Is it just that it's such a, a different way that retraining your brain to and, think and operate and function at... And where do you preset the temperature that you want it delivered at? You know, do you always want it the warm, warm? Do you want it the... Yeah. You know? I bet it's just a habit changing more than a... Could be. Well, I promised a weekly report for all of you on an APS letter, so I want to get to that. But right now, why don't we go ahead? We've got several people on hold. It is a call-in hour. Let's see if we can take care of some of the callers. And we're going to start the show with Don in a slump block home. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Uh, my home was built in 61. And as far as I know, uh, it does not have any insulation in the block itself. And I was curious to what you thought about uh, doing a foam insulation in inside the uh, slump block. You know, Don, I love it. And I think you'll love hey. it. I think you'll love it, too. But I'll tell you this. There are several companies that do it and advertise it. If you'll call the Rosie certified contractor to do it, you'll find out he's probably about two-thirds the price of some of these other guys. We've used him for years, and you're actually going to be able to feel the wall cool off almost instantly. It's going to eliminate, it's going to eliminate all the spaces that those insects and silverfish live in. It's going to make your house a lot cleaner, and it's going to make your house a lot quieter. You're going to find it's probably one of the best investments you can make for a 1961 slump block home. So, uh, and I think less chance of less chance of hearing the the, the dogs next big door. Big sound, huh? yes, yeah, big yeah, yeah. Sound. Of course, you'll have to it's address like, the windows; will be a, an issue too. But that's the, already been done. Okay, we uh, we put new windows in uh, a few years ago. Perfect. So, well, I, I think you'll be really happy with this. Um, Call Thermal Advantage. His name is Dennis. And have him come over and okay. take a I think you'll be surprised how affordable it is. The number's one triple eight three two nine zero two eight nine. And of course you can always find them at Rosie on the house.com. Don, don't hesitate to give us a call, give us an update once you get it done, okay? Uh what do you suggest for uh, the attic? Uh, just you just want to make sure you've got a properly installed R thirty eight layer of insulation. Yeah, it's it hasn't been done since sixty one either, and oh, you okay. can actually start to see the tops of the rafters up there. So no. well, this time, yeah. Well, at that point, you want to call Banker Insulation and have them come in and, and bring your attic up to an R thirty eight. Okay, so. Uh, uh, the one that does the walls cannot do the the attic too. They they don't. They they are a foam okay. insulator, and in the attic you want to blow in cellulose, and Baker right. does that. Right. And okay. you know, I think it's thirteen inches to get to R thirty nine. Right at. And well, we don't go up there anyway, so uh, <laughs> put whatever they want. <laughs> All right, Don. We appreciate the call. I appreciate the opportunity to put our experience to work for you. Uh, you call the Rosie Certified Contractors. We just gave you a guarantee. 100% satisfaction. That's what we do. 
with our referral network and with our radio show. We guarantee 100% satisfaction. I know you don't want to spend this much time doing it, but it would be fun to uh, do one, like wall or the ceiling, and then go through a, a summer and then do the other one and j- just see that reduction. You know, here's what the roof brought us down, but you know, you might as well do them both together and see the combined value. But that that would be fun if someone had the time and patience to to wait through that. Hey, the Arizona Diamondback Alumni Game, presented by America's best-selling Ford dealership, Sanderson Ford, will take place on Saturday, August 4th at 2 p.m. And prior to the Diamondbacks' regular season game versus the San Francisco Giants, stop into Sanderson Ford to pick up two complimentary tickets to attend both games while supplies last of the 200 tickets that we have. Now, look, you don't even have to do a test drive, but while you're there, You'd be crazy not to check out Arizona's largest selection of Ford trucks and get 0% financing, 0% financing for 60 months, plus 3500 cash back on over 300 trucks in stock. Purchase or lease. Any new Ford and Sanderson Ford will donate $100 to Gonzo's Hometown Heroes Fund supporting first responders in Arizona. Shopper for a car? Buy a Ford at Sanderson Ford, six days a week. Well, the crowd is getting restless. Oh, yeah. Smoky, loud, and hot. The band is heating up and giving everything they got. Somebody check the exits in case a fire breaks out. We're packed in tight. It's Saturday night, and we're burning the roadhouse down. Welcome back to Rosie on the House. This intro bed is kind of courtesy of our 7 a.m. guest. Ray and Dolly Odom came in and had we had a great conversation as well as with Jim West. If you missed the 7 o'clock hour, you missed a page of Arizona history. That's for sure. But you can go back and listen to the podcast. I've had several people calling just wanting the book and wanting to know where they could hear him again and just reminiscing, you know, what a cool time that was in our history. Oh, right. we had a one caller from Green Valley that just said, I just, I missed that music so much. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was fun. Nice, nice couple. All right, we're going from great music to toilets and Chandler. Alex, welcome to Rosie on the House. Good morning. <laughs> I just uh, installed new toilets, four of them, in fact. And uh, when I was getting them installed, I didn't know that the new or the old toilets were the biggest consumer of water in my house. Yep. My question is: I run gray water and the um, into like a septic and the leach field, and all the gray water from the toilets was going to my plant. Should I now adjust time on my irrigation? to see if the plants and everything need to get more water? Well, you, you're asking what sounds like a simple question, but there's about 100 factors that weigh in on that. Right, and I think it's the Jungle Boy's wedding cake that really helps. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Let's go to... I think that was a... Dare. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe that was a dare. Uh, it is a personal joke two people got, but um, gray water is not toilets. That's black water. Um, but, yes, on a septic system, you do have a leach field, and the water flows 
on that, but toilet shouldn't be dumped into a cistern used for irrigating. He plant. said septic. So I know. I, I think. But then you start I talking about irrigation. I, I think he's referring to the leach field on the end because uh, ours goes under a lawn. And you can always tell where the leach lines are because <laughs> there's these green rows when we're changing from summer to winter lawn uh, from the water perking out. But you, you, you never do anything with toilets other than black water to the septic, and that shouldn't be any kind of factor in how you're watering your plants. It shouldn't. So, all right, we appreciate the call. I think we do. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it was. Let's go to Scott. Hello. Hello, Scott. How are you, my friend? Good, good. What's your question? Um, I'm actually moving out to, we have a house out in Scottsdale that we're selling um, because we had our fourth um, boy. So now I have a five-year-old uh, and my youngest is a three-month-old. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. We're building a house out in uh, Queen Creek um, with Fulton Homes. Um, and I heard a lot about where you should have an inspector come out. And I don't know if that's an inspector that is going to inspect, like, all the stages of the build or if that's just at the end, the final inspection. Well, you when when we talk about hiring an inspector to get a set of thir- uh, you know objective eyes on the building process we'd like you to hire that person as early in the process as possible and he actually goes out there on set intervals at set benchmarks in the construction process and it's just another set of eyes to take a look at it now I will tell you this Fulton has a great reputation uh so you know, you're gonna. I think you're gonna spend about eleven or twelve hundred dollars for that third party to get out there on four or five different occasions. Mm-hmm. And we could certainly give you the name of a couple. Well, yeah, for- that would that would be good uh, to have. I mean, I have heard just looking online. Um, there's a Facebook group that's for that community, and a few of them were just talking about they wish they would have done that. So just with little things that were not or were found towards the end. Well, I- it's, it's a, the biggest investment you'll probably make in your life is, is the home for most of us. Um, it's, it's not a bad idea to have a, an additional set of eyes. And in the Queen Creek area, there's a, a guy way out in East Mesa, Toby, the Inspector Home Inspections, 480 9970 and like I had said I had an engineer call me last week who had bought a home and he had Toby inspect it he said that was the most thorough home inspection I ever saw and Toby now has two realtors that aren't ever going to call anybody else but him (laughs) so that's what that's what we do we find the best of the best we appreciate the call we've got Tim wants to talk about a property up in Forest Lakes next with an open line for you at one 767 4348 That's one 888 for you. The text number during broadcast only is 411923. You can reach us there. Or send an email to info at rosyonthehouse.com. One quick follow-up to our last caller that was asking about a home inspector. He sent in a text and said, you know, 
I had another question now I'm thinking about. I want to know any tips on pre-wired. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> pre-wire everything everywhere. It's it's expensive. That, that wire starts adding up. I think uh, when I built my home uh, with Joel, we we ended up running three times more wire than originally <laughs> planned. But, I mean, speaker wire, uh, security wire, uh, extra conduits, just because once the home is done and on the interior, when you start adding and uh, moving and placing, you know, the, the, the running wire and fishing it, snaking, it becomes a very time-consuming, very expensive proposition. And, you know, how much do we have in our home that's runs off of electricity and our alarms or... That's a great Sneakers. argument for picking your home entertainment contractor early <laughs> and talk talk through talk through heavily how many different places do you want entertainment uh, uh, data jacks uh, you know everything so it's 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 hard to over pre-wire you know what while I'm thinking about it we have a pair of Diamondback tickets. Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Ranger, Tuesday, July 31st, first pitch, 640. These are $105 uh, value tickets. There's two of them. You're in row 18, seats one and two in the dugout box, so you're, you're right on top. And the best part, it comes with one of the parking passes. So you park in the garage, take the sky uh, rail over the, the tracks, and it puts you right there. I, I was supposed to figure out how to give these away during the break, and I forgot. So by the end of this break, I'll have it figured out. It'll be a trivia question having to do with one of the answers we gave to one of the questions we're asked this hour. Okay. Okay? That's what we'll do. Sounds good. All right. Let's run up to Tim, who has a property in Forest Lakes. Beautiful Forest Lakes, Arizona. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you, Rosie? Good. So I bought this piece of property. Well, I'm actually in the process of buying it, and I got it for like half of what everything else is going up there. Right. Because the people said, well, actually, the neighbors said that the land wouldn't perk. Okay. But in doing a little research, I found out that actually in 2005, one of the previous owners had actually got a permit through the county and was approved for one of the alternative septic systems. Okay. So I was kind of wondering your opinion on it. I think it was like an advantage system. Yeah. Just, just and, and there are... Men, well, not many. There are several alternative septic treatment systems that you could use. Just because your property won't perk doesn't mean you can't have a septic system. You're, right. ju you're just not going to have a conventional septic system. Exactly, which is why I was willing to take that risk, especially yeah. at half the price of everything else. You bet. There. Yeah. You, so, now, um, a, now, a conventional septic system... For a fifteen hundred or two thousand square foot cabin, uh, would be a fifteen hundred gallon septic, dug and placed with the leach field would probably be something in the neighborhood of five to six thousand dollars, depending on the hard dig situation. An alternative system is probably going to be starting at about twice that and could pretty easy go to twenty thousand. Just so you know, but you save right. the money on the purchase, so you're still your basis is still good. Yeah, I'm still 50000 to the positive. There you go. Okay. But uh, so my original, or well, I have two questions is, they only did a perk test in three different locations, 
small locations on that one acre. Um, I'm thinking if I could get somebody, I've heard of these soil scientists, something that could go in there and maybe test in different locations and actually get away with a regular system. Because there are other houses right next door. It's a corner lot, actually, that they have regular systems. Well, absolutely. I mean, to, to do a perk test, it takes a, uh, a backhoe, uh, and it's a fairly, a fairly simple system. But you need to get in there and, and, and dig your hole, test the septic, how, how, how fast does a certain column of water percolate into the soil. Uh, generally speaking, you're locating the house on the lot first, and then that's telling you where the septic and the leach are most probably going to be located. You know, if you wanted to go the other way and say, hey, well, I can get a perk here, so I'll move the house over there. You know, you could get a, an experienced septic contractor in the area to kind of walk the property with you and, and take a stab at it. Okay. So we're not locked into what, because like you said, they had originally got a permit for, and they had a team, they had a house written on their permit. So Perfect. I mean, just move it somewhere else. So the, the second part of the question is, I know you're really fond of block homes, but it's not really in my budget at the moment. What type of uh, construction would you recommend for that area? Um, boy, I'll tell you, you know, I so, just, I, I just <laughs> toured Happy Jack with the tender fire that lost 34 homes. And I look at the masonry homes with metal roofs that are still standing and homes all the way around them, nothing but ash rubbish. I, I'm in my mind, at least take the masonry up to windowsill height. And then extend the metal roof out with a good shade perimeter. And then from windowsill height to plate height, go ahead and frame it in 2 by 6 and put whatever kind of exterior siding you want on it. That, okay. That's one way to kind of meet, meet me halfway. Uh, I can that, do that. And, and, and I promise you, Tim, in 15 or 20 years, when you haven't spent every other weekend up there repairing your framed house or worrying about it in the fire situation, you're going to be thanking me for a long, long time. Well, I, I appreciate the advice, and I hope to move up there permanently in a few years. So, Yeah, and then yeah. hot dog. You, you know, the, the truth is, then, Tim, you can't afford not to do a block wall. This is going <laughs> to be your permanent home later. And and people say that it's not in my budget. Well, I have what type of block are we talking about here? You know, we had that guy... Uh, at the beginning of the hour, calling with a slump block home. Yep. He's never had to paint it. 61, built in 61. 61. He's <laughs> never had to paint. You know, you do a 50, stucco 50 home. 50 years of not painting. That you got to paint every 10 years. You know, cha-ching, cha-ching, ching Aside from slump, you know, the next one I'm going to do, it's going to be a split-faced exterior, diamond-polished interior, and the die is going to be in the CMU itself. Foam insulated, all of so that takes away finished interior surface. <laughs> so no drywall, finished exterior no surface, paint. and insulation. It, it, it's done it's the right way. It's ter- cheaper. Termite proof, <laughs> fireproof, waterproof. I tell you, I, 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 I know, I know you've done this for me, Romy, and I, I but I, I still haven't got my I act together. I still have Arizona. 
maintenance-free masonry homes in my that's that's somewhere's in my in your future. retirement just <laughs> building maintenance-free masonry homes throughout all the favorite mountain locations of arizona i i, I need to hang that shingle man on uh, you know you have to do it in conjunction we were talking about pre-wiring too you've got to do it in conjunction with the electrician because you've got to run your conduit inside the cmus before you foam insulate it so that's going to take, you know, that's going to increase a little bit of your cost there because of the, the conduit and the uh, metal and the time that's got to be run there. But I, when you compare apples to apples at the end of the day when it's done, you know, it may cost you 5 10% more up front on the build. But every single year that you don't have to paint, caulk, um, repair and drywall. And just right now, cracks, it, <laughs> lumber's skyrocketing. You know what I've been wanting to do? Lumber is skyrocketing. I've got a picture. I've been trying to research drywall manufacturing. There's got to be some big drywall manufacturer in Nevada. There hasn't been a week gone by. I haven't seen at least two semis coming down <laughs> 60 on Grand that came off of 93 that are just loaded stacked to the roof drywall um there, there's got to be some big man and it's not going to prove it one thing or the other you could just see that that's the demand coming in where's where's it all coming from i'm just curious like that yeah we're at a big building pace right now shall we get to leon on garage insulation real quick and yes he called at seven o'clock in the following segment we'll be giving away uh diamondback tickets to a tuesday evening game with the rangers and we'll be getting into Jennifer's soapbox. But right now it's Leon. Good morning, Leon. Hey, how you doing, guys? Very well. So I have an insulated garage, and it obviously this time of year it gets pretty hot in there. I'm just trying to figure out, should I throw some vents in there to get some of the air out? And I didn't know what I was going to do with the insulated garage, but it is insulated. So I was just trying to figure out what are my options and what should I do. Well, I probably wouldn't ventilate it because you're going to break the fire code. It, if to do it properly, you would have to build the vent would have to be in a fireproof containment all the way out through your roof. And by the time you get there, you 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 could have bought a, a shop blaster, evap cooler. Uh, that's a combination roll-around evap cooler that's got a toolbox on top with a stereo that you can be out there listening to Rosie on the house in your evap-cooled garage while you're tinking around on whatever um you could you're almost at the point you could uh, mini split air conditioning system it's insulated so now just cooling the interior is the solution i venting it like i say to be done right and stay in fire code you, you might as well put some air conditioning in there whether it, it's a vap or mini split and leon venting it even if you don't vent into the attic even if you just vent like low registers on the overhead door down low and then maybe some high vents uh, below the plate line on an outside wall it's going to create for a pretty dusty environment i mean that that then uh, you broke the dirt seal for the garage as well so there there's a couple options the roll around portable coolers are a great option just kind of take the heat off fairly well, inexpensive way then if you want to move out to the back patio Entertaining guests. Roll it out right to the back patio. So <laughs> I hope that helps. Insulating the garage was the right thing to do. All right. Let's see if we can take Susan real quick. Or are, you, are we up too tight? 
Let's let's at least get the question on air. Okay. Good morning, Susan. This is Rosie at Rosie on the House. How can we help you this morning, ma'am? Good morning. Um, I, I'm hoping you can help me figure out where some mystery water slash leak is um, uh, in my kitchen sink area. Oh, okay. I, we um, have removed part of the cabinet because previously we had uh, the garbage disposal leaking and it damaged the wood. Um, so I'm able to kind of see under there and back there. And uh, at the beginning of the week, we noticed that the back wall, because it's on an exterior wall, the plaster was actually soft and wet. Um, we can't figure out where the water is coming from. The t- and it was after the rain, too. It could. Oh. I, I don't know if I'm dealing with plumbing, if I'm dealing with rainwater somehow getting back there. And I'm not sure who to call because I don't know where the water is coming from. Okay, let me think about that while we go on a break as to what the best things for you to do. I think I've got an idea or two, and when we get back, we'll come back to helping Susan with the mystery leak at the kitchen sink. Come with me this morning. Underneath the sink at Susan's house. Well, we're searching for the mystery water leak. Good morning, Susan. Welcome back. Good morning. All right. The first thing we're going to probably want to do is just make sure that we don't have a continuous ongoing leak. And we're going to do that by making sure everything in the house is turned off and go out to the water dial, water meter, pull the lid off, and watch to see if the needle's moving at all. Okay? Let's let's eliminate uh, chronic leak first. If, in fact, that's not the case, then we're going to go try and find out if the leak is sourced by use of that particular sink, dishwasher, or garbage disposal. Whether or not it is rainwater or not, I'm going to tell you I'd be very suspicious if it was. This is in a very highly, uh, the, the area you're talking about, is it's highly probable it is a plumbing leak of some type. If it's yeah, we also on the back, the outside of the house, that's where there's the hose hookup as well, which we've been using the hose. So yeah, there's a lot of plumbing there. A lot of plumbing. How how old is the house, Susan? Uh, about twenty years. Okay, well, we shouldn't have any we shouldn't have any real problem with the plumbing system itself at twenty years. Uh, but there are professional leak detection companies. What part of the valley are you in? The Northwest Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, you could get in touch with Walker Plumbing or Thunderbird Plumbing, and they could send out a professional leak detection company to determine if it is any leak in your plumbing supply side. Okay, and that that would probably be the next step I would recommend you take. Okay. Do you happen to know, do we um, involve homeowners insurance before we've done that or do we have the professionals come first and get an idea of what we're looking at or because obviously it's something big and bad if the whole wall is yeah notify your insurance company and let them know you've got something that may or may not be a claim and then let them determine when they want to send an adjuster out to take a look at it okay all okay, right. I appreciate it. All right, Miss Susan, have a great weekend. Hope you can find that leak. And speaking of insurance claims and homeowners insurance, we've got Miss Jennifer now climbing the stairs to her soapbox.
not a good idea to do business with someone who comes knocking at your door. So the answer is don't let him in. He could be the devil. He could be with two legs, <laughs> a little two-legged riffrat coming to your door. So we've just been having a lot of calls, uh, just a lot of unsavvy kind of guys out there. Very. What's happening is the roofing companies are sending out these aggressive salesmen. So the salesman comes to your door, and if he can sell you a roof, he's going to get three dollars to $500 commission on it. So he's going to be a little forceful with you. And with the, some of the older, more vulnerable people, that can be very scary. And it's frankly not a great way to do business. If you feel that you have roof damage, call a reputable roofer, which would be one of ours. And if you don't have somebody close to you that you, if you have somebody else you want to try, we have great resources on the website called our Consumer Guides. And it'll walk you through how to choose a contractor. You know, when we vet someone, we, we have a little more, a few more ways we can dig in, dig deeper. And we, and we hold a um, guarantee on our guys. So if you have one of our guys come and you have any trouble, you just call us. But if you're going to choose your own, you really need to do your due diligence. A lot of these guys that these sales guys are representing, have only been in business one to four years. With complaints already listed. Yeah. One of them has five complaints. We have, we, we have contractors who don't have any complaints after being on for, you know, 30, 30 years. years. 30 years. Yeah. So. so that's not a good sign. And then that also brings up the point that um, they won't be around when you need the help. When, the, when something happens, the roof might fail. Well, and the heartbreaking part of the whole story is when you run the phone with a particular homeowner, and and we're being we're being made aware of this activity very heavy right now in the far west valley, surprise Sun City area, but it's happening valleywide. As a matter of fact, it's happening statewide. I mean, the governor just issued a state of emergency for Coconino County because of the floods in Coconino County, so we've been hit by some pretty aggressive monsoon storms, but. A woman who had already signed the contract with these people that she was uncomfortable with, she was so uncomfortable with them, she was scared to call and cancel the contract for what they might do to her. Boy, if, if you're dealing with people like that, you're dealing with the wrong. That's not the kind of people you want on your property. And if they won't leave your property, boom, call the police. It's easy as that. If you don't have Internet in, uh, access, give us a call at this number, and I'll send you a Consumer Guide printed. And I've <clears throat> proven just now, radio's more powerful than Google. Yeah. Yep. What happened? Radio is more powerful than the Internet machine. Tell me how. Because the Internet machine couldn't have told me this, that all that drywall comes from North Las Vegas off of Lake Mead Boulevard, and they're running 50 trucks of drywall down to Arizona a day. Tim's one is. of the drivers. He says, I go up, I'm up and back every day during the week. Hey, You, you got... couldn't have found that on the internet machine. <laughs> Couple tickets. Yes, this is how Arizona about, Diamondbacks about... Tuesday, July 31st. Road 18, seats 1 and 2 with a parking pass. Give us They're the name. The Texans. Give us the name of the company of Rosie's Next Construction Company. <laughs> that was a long title. If you get close, <laughs> any close answer to that... It's got two, two M's in it. Two, two great two words have M's in it. Two great tickets to the Diamondback Rangers. That's this Tuesday, right? Text it to 411-923. Jan, I see your question. We're not going to have time to take you on air. Don't hang up. I'll pick up right after we sign off. I'll answer your question one-on-one. -on -one.